This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Five days left until Election Day. And of course, every poll shows us that the race is still pretty much a dead heat or wide open. I guess that's a glass half full, glass half empty situation there. But we wanted to know, like, if we look in the past, how can the results of other elections indicate to us what might happen in this election? What do the record setting numbers seen at the advance polls tell us, if anything? Well, John Pammett is a professor of political science at Carleton University and professor emeritus at the University of Toronto. He's the co-author of Absent Mandate. That's a study that looked at our elections that took place from 1993 right up to 2015, trying to take the temperature of the volatility of Canadian voters. So let's talk about what they found out and what that says about this particular election. Professor Pamet joins us now. Thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. So has the Canadian voter changed in the last 25 years? Well, on the surface, you might think so. We've had a more overtly uh, conservative government come and go and maybe come back again. You never know. Um, but the, what, what we found in our work is that most of the principles that we use to describe the Canadian electorate have remained remarkably consistent over uh, that 25-year uh, period of time. Remarkably consistent how? Well, uh, for example, our findings uh, uh, earlier on were that uh, Canadian voters were um, likely to be um, changeable in their movement from one party to the next in terms of which party they feel is closest to them. We, we feel there is what we call flexible partisanship that is really over half Canadian voters are not so strongly identified with their party, if you could put it that way, that they're unwilling to consider others and unwilling to move. We have shifts of about 25% of the voters from, from each, from one election to the next now, almost no matter which, uh, which election pair we're talking about. So that's, that's one, uh, thing that, that's been uh, consistent. And uh, the second, and one we're perhaps most interested in, given the title of our book, is that um, we're interested in the way issues are discussed during elections, the kinds of issues, and the kinds of issues, uh, maybe the content of some of them has changed, but the way issues are discussed is uh, quite similar over long periods of time. So you're saying there's actually more stability in terms of those issues than we probably realize. Well, it's not so much a stability of the issues themselves. It's a stability of the way issues are discussed. Uh, they're discussed in, in often discussed in very general terms, the, the economy or, or growth um, uh, and, and um, uh, health care and uh, other uh, social programs. Those are, they're, they're discussed in, in general terms, and the, the way they're discussed, it's, it's um, uh, a, the identification of some large problem. We need to improve our health care. We need to uh, improve our economy. We need to create more jobs. But the parties don't really differ on the exact policies very often that they're going to use to get there. They, they uh, want to be put on that side of the issue that, that people might trust. So it's a, it's a big issue, but yet when the election result is over, 
um, it's really unclear often what governments are proposing to do. Right. Now, so Professor Pamet, do you think then that our votes are up for grabs? You said that 25% then of the voters, they can change every single time who they vote for. Yes, they can. Well, they've been up for grabs during the campaign. Campaigns are are quite important in, in Canada, I mean, and there's a fair bit of of change that goes on during them. I don't know how much is is still left at the very end here, but during the campaign, uh, quite a few people may uh, may be uh, changing their minds. The polls have been remarkably stable throughout the course of this campaign, and and people use that to say, well, of course, nobody's changing. But these are the aggregate totals, and it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, everybody's staying put with the way they were at the beginning. Furthermore, people are making decisions now about whether they're going to vote or not. I mean, uh, what we've seen in this campaign is that there's there's a kind of um, air of discouragement at the options, mm-hmm. widespread, um, and a lot of people, I think, are probably deciding whether they should decide or not uh, to vote. I mean, uh, the the, um, uh, the the record turnout at the advanced polls means that people who are determined to vote have gotten out to vote. But what the rest of the electorate is going to do is an open question. Have we seen that kind of feeling before? You mentioned that people are feeling like, oh, they don't have any choices. They're kind of discouraged about the options that are available. We think, oh, this is new for us. But is it? Well, we we see this kind of... view expressed quite often. Uh, there's, there's, people in Canada are quite negative about political parties in general, and it doesn't take them long to get uh, to, to kind of get negative about a lot of the political leaders as well. This isn't uh, this is this is helped along, of course, by all the negative advertising that goes on during each campaign. Uh, it's it's very hard for uh, for a leader to emerge from that uh, in intact. Uh, um, Justin Trudeau did in 2015, but he was rather new on the scene, and he certainly hasn't uh, escaped this time. No, it has not. So the elections, and you've studied them since, what, 1993 to 2015, when you say that there's about 25% of the electorate that is up for grabs, is there any pattern into which way they sway, or can it be any party, just depending on how things go? Well, there are sometimes... um, kind of movements during the campaign in people looking for, if if they're voting negatively, looking for strategic alternatives. Um, There was a a move uh, in the NDP's way, particularly in Quebec in 2011. The the, the NDP expected that move would continue in 2015, but instead it went towards the the Liberals. So it's, it's, it's possible that there could be a move, but it's getting awfully late, and I certainly haven't seen any great enthusiasm sweeping the country for any of the parties. No, believe me, I have not seen that either. And I'm sitting here every day for four hours a day, and I have not heard that kind of enthusiasm. Um, mm-hmm. But you said yourself, though, Canadians are generally quite pessimistic about political parties. So is this just not we're being as we always are? Well, Canadians are, are, are pessimistic about the outcome of elections really making any difference. 
uh, I wouldn't say, well, maybe that's putting it too strongly, any difference, but making a big difference in the way their lives are, are going to be. They get kind of cynical about uh, promises, and it's not helped along by the the tendency for parties to, and political leaders to really express things in very definite terms when they do make a specific promise. You know, you remember, you remember probably that 2015 was going to be the last election held under first past post electoral system. It wasn't just that we're going to study changing the electoral system, which is what they ended up doing, and then not changing it, but it's that this will be the, you know, and uh, there, are, there are all sorts of instances of government saying there'll be no new taxes, and then all of a sudden there's a little something extra that's being added to something. So it's, it's uh, people get quite, and then I don't know whether you remember the promise last time to uh, going to reinstate our home mail delivery. For oh yeah, that was a big those one. Those of us who don't have it, like me. Um, but that didn't happen either. So people get kind of jaded and rather cynical when statements are made about things that are going to happen. They often don't happen. That is so true. So, Professor, then, in everything that you've looked at, anything that you can see shaping up here for this particular election? Is there anything unusual about what you see? Well, I think it's 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 maybe a bit unusual that the the discontent with uh, the parties appears to be so so general um, across the country. Uh, it's 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 not unusual that uh, that that. that you know, people get kind of jaded, but to me, they're a little bit more jaded this time than usual. Isn't that the truth? Professor Pamet, thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. That's John Pamet, Professor of Political Science at Carleton University, also Professor Emeritus at University of Toronto. He's one of Canada's premier specialists on research in this field. Uh, he has studied elections uh, going way, way back. He's participated in the design of studies that go look at elections back in 1974. And most recently, he did one, a study that looked at elections from 1993 right up to 2015. Uh, that book, an article is called Political Choice in Canada, an absent mandate interpreting change in Canadian elections.